As the sun sets over the brooding Danube River, it's time for another Ask the Naturals with me. Here we go. I'm 23 years old, I've never been on a date, so my only knowledge comes from seeing videos of you, me. Okay, well that's, you're doing well so far because you could be severely misled if you watched some of those other idiots' videos. Here's the story. I met a girl at a dance club about seven months ago. Remember that, seven months ago. I enjoyed talking to her, but she was very shy. At the end of our conversation, I tried to get her number. Good, good for trying. But she said she doesn't give her number to people she doesn't know. There's a paradox there. Fast forward to about a month ago, so this is six months later. I ended up going to the same dance club and by some chance I ended up seeing her again. While I was there, one of her friends came up to me and said I should go and talk to her. That's cute. She was more receptive than last time, but I was hesitant to ask for a number, so I just asked her a Facebook and she said yes. Good. Alright, six months later, got the Facebook. Here's the thing, the dance club where I met her is in my home city, I don't live there anymore. She doesn't live there either, and we're only there on holidays, right? So they don't live in the same cities. But, coincidentally, I have to go to the same city that she currently is in, in two months to do some work. So two months later, he has to go to the city uh, where she lives. When I found that, I suggested that when I arrive at her city that we could hang out together along with her friends. I think I may have made a mistake in saying that when I should have just been upfront and maybe asked her out on a date, but I was concerned she would decline because she was uncomfortable last time. It's going to be at least four months until I go to that city. What? Now there's more months. And I'm not exactly sure what I should do in the meantime. Should I message her on Facebook and try to build some rapport? The thing is, I don't want to get friend-zoned by chatting a lot. Also, should I tell her right now that when I go to the city that I would like to take her out on a date, or should I bring it up when I'm there? Thank you very much. All right. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Let's imagine that I was a fitness specialist. And you know, I mean, it's not that hard to imagine, right? Just imagine that I was known for being jacked and that people wrote to me asking questions about getting jacked. Imagine some guy wrote to me and said, hey man, I heard there's this exercise and it's a really good exercise, but it's in this place that I can't get to for six months. So should I like wait around and think about the exercise for six months? What do you think I'd say? Imagine if I was some financial planner, entrepreneurship mentor, which I probably will be at some point, and some guy wrote to me and said, hey man, I just started my business and um, I found a customer who wants to buy my thing, but they can't buy it for like six months because they're out of country and so I probably won't be able to sell it to them for six months. So what should I do? Should I like wait around until they arrive in six months time? You see where I'm going with this? The whole premise of this question is completely flawed. The, like, the answer to your question like how do you deal with this girl is fucking forget about it dude. Forget about this chick. You met her six months ago, you're going to see her in another four months. That's ten months of nothing happening except getting a flaky Facebook. Right, so the, the, the issue here, and I, and I don't want to be down on you because I understand you haven't been on a date before, you're, you're starting from dead zero. That's difficult, right? So you're, you don't have any experience. However, the way that you're operating mentally and the way that you're investing and planning in this girl, if you continue with this kind of pattern, with this, with this and any other girl in your life, you will end up wasting years of your life on things that are never going to go anywhere. Right? Because the most, the most likely thing is that nothing will happen with that girl no matter what. Uh, and even if it did, the fact that you've spent 12 months of your youth fussing about her, thinking about her, trying to figure it out, like you had one conversation with a chick in a, cl in a club once. Like there is, who do you think she is that she's that special, right? What is it that you know about her from one conversation that makes her that amazing that you should mortgage a year of your life 
waiting and pining and, and plotting to get to her. No woman is that awesome. It's, she really isn't. If the, the girl of your dreams is not that awesome that you should waste a year of your life waiting for her, right? So that's the first thing you under, need to understand is that the problem here is your, your scarcity. And this is not an uncommon uh, issue for men. It, maybe it's an extreme example, but men, I've done this before as well. It's like men get, have a little experience with a girl. I remember there was one girl that I got on way back when I, just before I had started doing any cold approaching, a girl got on the tram and she sat opposite me and she pulled out a tube, a tube of this thing called pawpaw ointment, which is this like little lip balm that most Australians seem to have in their pockets. She pulled it out and she put it on it and I had a tube in my pocket and I was like, oh, cool, there's an opportunity here. This is, this is fate. There's something special. She's, and I pulled mine out and I like sort of unscrewed it and I went, I, I don't know, I, tr I think I blocked out what I said, but it was something along the lines of, it's fate, huh? And she went, oh yeah, it's good stuff, huh? And we went, yeah, put that pop ointment sure is good. And then I somehow asked her for her email, I think, to come and see me at my band. Like I was using my band as an excuse back then. And then I got her email and then I wrote to her inviting it to my band and she didn't come. And then I, I thought about that chick for fucking months. And I think I sent her another email trying to use some other excuse to see her. I never saw her again, but I did, I can remember her vividly. Well, I can't remember the last four girls I approached today, but I remember that girl because I invested so much mental energy in her. She was so cute. When I think back on her, she was just a normally cute chick. But back then I was like, that's the cutest chick that I have met outside of my social circle in God knows how long because I don't have any way to meet girls. The only thing that, the only way I met her was through this amazing chance I had where we both had pawpaw ointment and I could use it as some clever little in, right? So this is a major problem that that men have if they don't know how to cold approach, right? This is why you hear me harping on about this skill all the time, as if it is one of the most important things you ever need to learn, because it is, right? The ability to go and make something happen with a stranger, to go and start something with a stranger, means that these kind of questions that you've sent me and that other people concern themselves with for weeks and months and possibly years are totally irrelevant and redundant, right? No one that I've trained would write to me with a question like that. They would think, okay, I met a girl at the club, she didn't want to give me the number, cool, I'll go and approach five more chicks tomorrow, or now. And then six months later, I bump into her again at the club, and I go, oh yeah, cool, I may as well give it another shot, ask for a Facebook, and she's like, mm, yeah, I'm a bit shy, okay, here's your Facebook, all right, cool, now I've got a Facebook. And then whatever I figure out that I might be in the same city as her in two months, cool, I'll note that, and I'll write it, maybe I'll write in my diary. Write to that girl one week before. Right, this, this is like, the, the question here is like, how do I maintain something bubbling over distance for months? You can't really. Even if you were able to get on chat with her every day and become and build this great rapport, that wouldn't lead to anything. I did a lot of that in the early days of internet dating. Right, so around 2000, 2001 or something, I broke up with my girlfriend and I got my first shitty dial-up connection where, where it took about four minutes for one nude photo of a girl to appear. Uh, that's, so you would just sort of sit there waiting with your dick limp in your hand for the photo to gradually appear and then you better make, and then sometimes, and often it would be a great photo either, like, ah, that's not a great one. Now I have to wait four more minutes to jack off. And you get like these strange aches and pains in your back because you were just waiting there jacking off. It was a, it was a terrible time, the early internet, but I, um, there was a early dating, dating sites and back then people used to write letters. Yeah, yeah, you would write a long email to the girl and she would write back a long one and I, I had these exchanges with girls that were 30 like long letters before I, before I met a girl and often they would just flake anyway and then other times we would meet and we'd be like yeah okay we've invested all of this all of this energy into into this stranger and we don't really have any chemistry 
there's not really any point in putting much effort at all into maintaining long distance seductions and especially not at the detriment of going and meeting another girl right now. So many times I have certainly had a girl that I met somewhere because I travel a lot, I didn't get to see her and then some months later I come back around to the city and then I hit her up again. Do I stay in contact with her a lot before that? Absolutely not. I might flick her a couple of messages after we met and then I'll ghost, I'll vanish and then about a week before I return to that city, I'll say, hey stranger, I'm gonna be heading to Prague soon, what's new in life? And then she either flakes or she goes, oh, hey, yeah. And then we have a chat and I say, well, let's, let's, let's meet up and grab a coffee when I'm there. No big drama, not planning our marriage. I'm just like, cool. And then sometimes something can happen, right? So that's the, that's the only way that you should be dealing with girls where there is a big logistical distance or time that means that you can't hook up with her straight away or you can't continue the, the seduction immediately. Other than that, you must forget it and literally go out tomorrow and go and talk to another girl. There's so, there's so many issues that, that debilitate men based around this simple thing of scarcity. It's that you don't have any options. You don't have enough options. You've got one option, it means you're needy. It means you, you will be needy. If you've got one girl that you have the phone number of and that you, you're kind of interested in, how can you not be needy? How can you walk into that situation or go on a date with her and be you know, chilled and relaxed and like easygoing and take it as it comes and like, yeah, this would be great if we hooked up, but if it doesn't, it's no big deal. Right, so it's vitally important that you have other options going. Even if you are like working on kind of a complicated or slow burning seduction with a girl that you're really into, and even if you started kind of dating and uh, maybe you were even sleeping together and you're angling towards getting into a relationship with her, even more reason to be seeing some other girls. I think a lot of men can be quite idealistic when it comes to this, this particular phase in the dating where okay, the girls, you and her are hooking up and you, maybe you're sleeping together and there's some romance building. And you assume that if, if you like her and you're investing, that she's doing exactly the same. The reality is often very different because you don't understand what it's like to be a hot girl. You never will. I never will. I've, I've had like micro glimpses of it in terms of like the male fans. <laughs> you know, it's like I get so much attention from guys wanting, wanting me to answer stuff and hang out with me and whatever. And most of the time I, I have no choice but to just say no or not answer their questions or flake on them or whatever because my, I don't have enough time to give as much energy as people want. If you're a hot girl, you have that, but it's about male sexual energy. You have on one any given day, if you dress up nicely and you walk down the street with a little swing in your hips, you will get constant male attention. You will have all your co-workers hitting on you. You will have your best friend's dad fucking giving you sleazy winks. You will have dozens and dozens of digital validations in likes and fucking dudes poking and you know giving smiles and writing your hot on the photos. And pretty much any man that is not like totally committed to a relationship that gets a chance will try to get in bed with you in an, either in an indirect way or in a more direct way. In that position, the woman is buried in options, right? So that girl, even though in this, in this story that the, the guy sent to me, she, he says that she's very shy and she doesn't give her numbers to strangers, maybe that's true. Or maybe it's just simply that in that context of, of the dance club or whatever, she doesn't feel comfortable, but maybe quite likely that she's not sitting there for six months waiting around and being shy. It's quite likely that some dude in her social circle that she has a couple of glasses of wine with at a party and ends up sucking his dick in the 
uh, fucking garden. It's very, very likely that she has a fuck buddy. It's, it's very likely that guys are hitting on her from all different sides and at some time she just goes, yeah, okay, well, I'll do it. Even if I'm a shy girl, there's no reason to assume she's not doing that. You don't understand what it's like to be a hot girl. It's vitally important that if you want to get something moving with a girl, that it has to happen fast, right? This, the idea of leaving weeks in between meeting a girl and seeing her again is, is totally ridiculous. When I talk about the fifth principle in terms of pulling the trigger, this is very important to do and very important to do quickly. You get a number from a girl, let's say on an evening out, Friday or Saturday, and you hook up and you get a girl's number. By the next Thursday, she's already been out again a couple of times and she's had other guys who are just as cool or just as good looking or more, or have got better game, who've asked for a number as well, right? People forget strangers' faces very quickly within 72 hours, according to something that somebody told me once. Uh, unless you're stupendously hot or amazingly ugly, people just forget your faces. And if you're a cute girl who's meeting a lot of people, you're social, even if you're a bit shy, but you go out to the, this night here and this club here and this event here and this party here, you're meeting lots of dudes and every man is like, okay, there's a girl, she's more or less attractive, I wanna have sex with her. And they're trying and they're trying. Right? And so you just vanish into the crowd of random guys very quickly. Even if your game was tight, even if you went in super bold and direct, you need to move on this shit fast. Right? So when I'm teaching guys in workshops, one of the cool things about the workshop is we have a tight time frame. We've got seven days, 10 days. And I always tell everyone on the first day, if you come into this workshop with the attitude that you're gonna spend a few days figuring out how to open and a day or two, you know, figuring out how to do good number closes and then, you know, maybe you'll ask a girl on a date. Yeah, you'll go for the seven days and you won't get a date, right? If you go in with the attitude though on day one, that even though I don't know exactly what I'm doing because I haven't been trained properly yet, I teach the guys on the first day how to open effectively, how to close effectively, how to present themselves with good posture and body language, and then the rest, all the nuance, all the excellent conversational stuff, all the mid-game, all the flirting, all the qualifying, doesn't matter so much, okay? We want to learn that because it makes our percentages better and makes our chances better. But if you learn how to go in there and open, which is pulling the trigger, and close, which is pulling the trigger, let's say the first day that you went out and tried to approach girls and you went out and you went, okay, I'm gonna go out today, I'm gonna try and meet girls for the first time. So I've watched a bunch of James Marshall and a bunch of Liam McRae and a bunch of those other guys we don't wanna mention. And uh, I'm gonna go and try some of this stuff and I just go up and I start going, hey, what's your name? And uh, nice to meet you. And listen, um, do you wanna get a coffee? She's like, when? Now? Can't. Tonight? Mm, can't. Tomorrow? Yeah, okay. That's what you should be aiming for. If a girl meets a guy and she feels any spark of attraction to him, she wants that to increase quickly. And if it doesn't, it will dissipate within a matter of days, right? It's like the, the romantic arc that a woman goes through, the, the way that she uh, has her feelings activated by a man, happens quickly and then it escalates and it needs to come to a powerful resolution which is essentially sex, unless she's super religious or something like that. But it needs to build to a physical connection within one, two or three meetings, which should happen ideally within, a, within maximum a week's time. You know, from the day you met her to the day you got her into bed, should, shouldn't take really more than a week. Because after that, there's too many other distractions. It starts to feel like she's, it's losing momentum, right? Because this, the reason it's important to understand this is because men don't operate like this. If you met a really hot girl today, and then you couldn't see her for some reason, and then six months later you bumped into her and she said, do you wanna have sex? You'd be like, yep. As long as she's still more or less the same size and still as hot, it doesn't matter <laughs> to you how long has been in between, how many other women have come and gone, what kind of stress level you have, you know, what your mood's like, you'll just be like, yep, sex, okay, let's do that now. 
women don't operate like that. It's like she feels something. She met a guy. There was a spark, right? Why do women decide to have sex with men? Because it feels right. Because it feels right to do it. They don't do it because, like, oh, I should get as much sex as I can or because there's some logical sequence of, all right, tick boxes. She's like, oh, he's a good, you know, he's athletic and he's got a good job and he's a something or something. She may use that kind of um, rationalization to choose a boyfriend, but to choose a guy she's going to sleep with, which she may turn into a boyfriend or may not, it's because it felt, it felt right. And that, women always talk about that. If, they, if, you're, if they're, you're asking them how was a date and they say, oh, they'll just say, oh, there was no chemistry. What does that mean? Like humans, most humans in terms of like our attraction chem chemically, we are attracted to lots and lots of people. And sometimes you meet somebody and their smell, just their smell will drive you fucking wild because you have some particular like uh, very, very niche compatibility that your bodies just go breed with each other. You will create superhumans. Uh, but for the most part, it's like the, the ability to have chemistry between a man and a woman is not, as, is not rare. Right? Something can happen very, very easily between all sorts. One woman can have chemistry with fucking literally millions of men on the planet if he does the right things. Right? If, I mean, if she's open, of course, if she's not already attached to somebody else and has a whole lot of uh, kind of a hormonal attachment to some other guy, if she's more or less single, there is, there is literally millions of men on the planet that if they met her and did the right thing, she'd hook up with them. It's not that she's looking for someone particularly special. She needs to find someone who's able to activate what is naturally and potentially there. And so when a girl says, oh, we didn't, I uh, just didn't click, we didn't have chemistry, it's not really so much about the fact that, that her and that guy were totally incompatible. It's that that guy didn't understand seduction. It's that that guy didn't, maybe didn't have enough experience in this case, uh, but just simply did not activate her through his awareness, through his projection of intent, through his eliciting of her emotional responses, through pumping pressure, through demonstrating what a cool and chilled and sexual guy he was, and very importantly, through him pulling the trigger and leading things from, from this first meeting, which could just easily fizzle out, to something where there is a narrative building, where there is a romance happening, right? So it is vitally important that you understand that if you want to get good at seduction, it's not, don't think of it like, okay, I'm going to go and practice opening for a year or a month or something. Think of it like I am trying, even though you may be a dead beginner, from that first interaction that you go out and you try and make something happen. You go, okay, even though this is fumbling and I'm not sure what I'm saying, I'm just going to, if she's there, she stands there for a few minutes and talks to you, she doesn't just blow you off, then say, all right, let's meet now. <laughs> let's go and do something now or tonight or tomorrow, right? Because the likelihood is if you get a number, you get a Facebook, you wait three days to contact her and then you have a bit of a chat online for a few days and then you sort of tentatively try and figure out, I mean, in this case where you're asking to meet her and her friends four months from now, it's an extreme case, which is good to kind of ex exemplify what's wrong here, but there's no chance that anything is gonna happen out of that. You'll just fucking forget it, dude, and go and meet another girl. But guys do this on a much less extreme level all the time where it's like, okay, I'll try, got a number, I'll leave it for a few days and then I, then I text her and by that time she's like, who's that? Oh uh, yeah, I met that guy in the street, right? Yeah, okay, I don't remember anything much about him. He asked me some questions about my job and he said that he was in, I don't know, he did something and nah, probably not. Probably she'll flake. Maybe she'll politely reply. You know, you might have a bit backwards and forwards and it's not unheard of. Like, of course, occasionally some, a girl doesn't have a lot of options going on in her life, or she particularly liked you. So there was something very specific about the interaction which made her think, oh yes, I'm willing to invest in this guy even though we don't know each other. 
but for the most part they won't. They will just vanish because some other guy has come in in a social circle or has moved faster than you or has moved more intensely than you and you just slip uh, a rung or two in her order of preference. It's not, it's not personal, it doesn't mean that you're worse a dude than him, it just means that we are definitely dealing in a, in a Darwinian race for sex here. There are so many men trying to fuck all the, the, the pretty young girls. Right? There's so many of us out there trying to do that. And the ones that move hard and fast and get the job done are the ones that end up succeeding. The ones that fuck around and faff around and, and think about girls for months. And, and often a man will justify that in terms of it being romantic. He'd be like, oh, this girl's special. No, she's not. She's, I mean, she's a chef. She's special in the sense that all human life is, is a fucking miracle. We're all so special. Isn't it amazing that we're alive? That's special. But in terms of her being like a snowflake, you don't fucking know that, dude. You met her for 10 minutes. She's just another chick, right? She's as special as a 22-year-old who's studying HR can be. She's, she's just another person. And, and if you romantically create this big story about how she's the one, that is simply because you don't have enough options. You just haven't met enough women. And as a result, you will overinvest, you will try too hard, you will try to impress her. She will absolutely sense that. And the only woman that's going to respond to that is a woman who is also needy, who is also living in scarcity. And if you guys hook up, then you, especially for you, as this would be your first relationship, this would actually be the worst case scenario. Because if a woman is willing to put up with that bad level of, of game, then it suggests that she is going to be codependent and needy and you guys are going to ruin each other for a couple of years before it all falls to shit and then you come out on the other end and go, uh, back to the natural lifestyles, right? So I know I'm being hard on you. That's my job, tough love, to tell you the stuff that nobody else is going to tell you and to make you understand that there are some brutal realities in life and one of them is that women who are cute and young have infinite options and that if you fuck around, you'll just drop. So everyone out there, hit the streets today, ask that girl to come with her on an adventure now. Not right now, tonight. If not, tomorrow. And then after that, accept that your rates of return or the, the uh, likelihood you'll see her again is gonna massively drop off and go and meet another girl. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.